Hey, After Buzzers, welcome to an all new Grace and Frankie After Show here at After Buzz TV. Today we're going to be breaking down season three, episodes seven and eight, titled The Alert and uh, The Floor. Sorry. <laughs> Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey, AfterBuzzers, thank you again for tuning in to another edition of the Grace and Frankie After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. Unfortunately, Shannon couldn't be here this week, but of course we have Calvin here. Where can everyone find you on social media, Calvin? Yes, you can find me anywhere, everywhere, all the places at Leon Calvin Mac. Awesome. You guys can find me, like I said, at SamD43. Sorry for the jumbled opening. My brain (laughs) is a little bit uh, not there today, but uh, we're still going to have fun with this one. So let's talk about Episode 7, The Floor. It was Episode 7. I keep on getting confused, you know? Doing two every week, it kind of uh, tosses me up. But what did you think about this one? It was amazing. They fall and they can't get up, and... I was on the floor with them laughing yeah. the entire time. It was yeah. it was hilarious. It was one of my favorite episodes, I think, of the season. Um, but we'll start off talking about Robert and Saul and oh. um, Josh. His name's Josh, right? Or Joshua, the... The priest, The priest, yes. yeah. So he comes over, and they are all kind of talking about God and death and... Heavy, heavy stuff. Yeah, heavy stuff, because Robert, um, you know... Saw his mother. Saw his mother. Yeah. And it uh, really freaked him out. And it's just really, you know, I really liked the conversations they were all talking about, heaven and hell, that they really? thought, you know, they could they could be going to hell for what they did. And, it's, and we see, which I'll get into towards the end of the episode, especially Robert is more conscious of making good choices, I think, to save himself a seat up there, you know, uh-huh. in heaven. I don't know. I kind of just felt like his um, perspective changed after this episode to kind of be a better person. Yeah, definitely. And I'm so I'm, I'm excited to get to that part because I did not enjoy that conversation. Mm. Not at all. Okay. Well, very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. A lot of stuff that was very uncomfortable. It's true. But it, you know, again, we're seeing Robert's character develop more, which, uh, which I, I enjoy. That. Yeah. Yes. And then we have, um, a Mallory, Brianna, Coyote. They're helping Coyote <laughs> find a new place to live. Yeah, that's not a Pop Tart box. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> that place was so cute, though. It, I want a tiny house so bad. Yes. That was a really cool place. And finally, you know, they find it. And I love that they're a family now. Yeah. It's. I mean, I know that their parents were close before and all of that, but I feel like now they are truly treating each other like siblings. Yeah, it's it's adorable. I just want to point out the fact that Brianna told him while they visited the lot to buy the house that it smells like meth. Yes. And that she knows what meth smells like, in mm-hmm. fact. So I... I, I She's the friend I wish I had in college. Yes. I, I love her. <laughs> or like the sister I wish I had, the older sister I wish I had. Um, but yeah, it's really cute. And Bud and Coyote kind of, you know, have a sad goodbye. Yeah. You know, Bud is shocked that it happened so fast, but he still wants him to get out of there. Yeah. Filled with a uh, little bit of uh, grown man tears and pizza. Yes. Know. Yeah. But it's I like that. Uh, I like that we see Coyote getting on his feet a little bit. Yeah. And it's about time. It's. It's. I think that'll really jumpstart his, you know, character progression as well. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. And then, of course, we have the fall. And uh, they, uh, Grace and Frankie, are preparing for an interview um, for their vibrator. And they're so excited about it. And then when, when Frankie falls, she can't get up. And somehow Grace is on the floor, too. It's just, it was great physical comedy. Really funny. 
the floor race was everything. I, I think I'm just going to do that. Just at, you know, at my leisure. When I get old, oh, that's going to be so much fun. Yeah. I'm going to floor race. Oh, I'm going to floor, floor race my sister. I don't think it'll be so fun then. Yeah. I don't think it'll be so fun then. And it's sad because, uh, you know, Grace even said, everyone says that I'm getting old and I get that yeah. this is the first time I ever felt old. And, you know, it's scary. People, they the older they get, they can hurt themselves. Things are uh, much more, like, the chance of dying is so much greater, you know? Yeah. and But what I loved about it is that it had a really good message at the kind of wrap-up of all of their, you know, physical, com- physical comedy back and forth and not being able to get up is that, you know, even though your body may betray you and, you know, you're getting older, you may not be able to move like you used to, you know, you still have that person inside of you that's vibrant, you know, just like the vibrator. And, uh, <laughs> and, vibrant. Yeah, uh, speaking of things being inside of you, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but no, you still have that, you know, person inside of you that is just, you know, still full of life and you're still able to, you know, have that spirit, you know, even if your body kind of is, you know, failing you at some points. I know, but I... They're not that old. They exactly. They have some good years left in them, a you lot know. Of them. Yeah. And they end up well. They end up not being able to make the interview. Right? They mm-hmm. decide to do it over Skype, and they have Saul and Robert come over to help them. I don't know what why that came to mind for them when Grace was like, "I know who to call." <laughs> like, really, your ex husbands? See, that would have been my first. That, 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 I mean, like, yeah, you put me through hell. Come help me. Yeah. Like, I don't care what you're doing. Get out of here and, you know, move me around because I, I need you. Yeah, it's yeah. what you, we signed up for. Yeah. But I, I owe feel, me. Yeah. I feel like this is one of the first times we've really seen them ask the men for help because True. they so badly wanted to act as though they were fine. Like, they didn't need need them and they could survive on their own. Yeah. But like I said, you know, to me it kind of connected to when Robert is trying to do all these good things now because he thinks that maybe he could be dying soon and <laughs> could be going to, to hell or whatever it is. Yeah, and that whole situation where, you know, he had to kind of assure himself that he was in good standing, right. you know, with the priest was heavy. Like, I, I loved what they were getting at, but... um that uh, breakdown that the priest did. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if I completely agree with it. I don't know. What did you think? Will you remind me again what exactly his... Because I remember when I watched it, I thought, huh, that's an interesting way of thinking of it, but yeah. I don't remember exactly what he said. Well, he, he broke it down uh, simply with two examples and just to you know reassure Robert because he was like, am I going to heaven or hell? Because I was like, well, you don't believe in fire and brimstone, do you? He was like, I don't know. So the priest broke it down with Mother Teresa and then Hitler. Great examples. Um, he said, you know, Mother Teresa, she was a good person. People will always remember her as good. Therefore, she's in heaven. Mm-hmm. And then Hitler, well, <laughs> we know what happened with that. And then, you know, people will always remember him as bad and he'll be in hell. And he said, as long as you, you know, are remembered well, that is what matters. You know, the heaven and hell and the actual tangible place of it all is not something that we should be too concerned with. Mm-hmm. You don't like that? I think... It's not really an answer, though. Exactly. It's so vague. And not only that, it kind of leaves the impression of, you know, your peace in the afterlife is kind of based on the opinions of others. Mm -hmm. And that's not like, that doesn't, you know, settle well with me. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, I mean, I think I'm an okay person, but I'm sure there's some (laughs) people who think I'm an asshole, whatever. You know, I don't want to think that I'm going to go, you know, to hell for that. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Because, and again, he didn't really give an answer it was just like don't worry about it <laughs> basically what he told It'll him come later but you know it is 
making Robert a better person. And yeah, they help the ladies, and it's really funny. I thought, did you say you didn't like that scene when they were helping them, or was that something else you were talking oh, about? Oh no, that was the priest scene. Oh, the priest yeah. scene. You didn't like the priest scene. I love scene. what they were getting at, but though, like the the idea of it. But I don't know if I fully agree with that. Okay, yeah. but then the scene where the men are helping them, like they're crawling on the ground, that and one was of them, uh, I think, what is Robert <laughs> giving uh, Grace a heating pad or something, or some kind of back yes. pillow as she's sitting there and. It's all like jump dives over to get the pills so they're not in frame of the camera uh, when they're on Skype. Which oh my God. I'm surprised he didn't break anything from that. That was hilarious, <laughs> all the pills. But I just like it because, again, they're a family. And yeah. hopefully as time goes by, everyone's hurt feelings will kind of subside. Yeah. And these two families can actually just be one really big, crazy family, which they are. Yeah. But I, I believe they're kind of utilizing that more and building that up for us. I really like that. Yeah. And the uh, person that they were Skyping with for the interview loved the product. <laughs> big fan and yeah. things are looking up. Which then brings us to the next episode, The Alert. Um, before we get to all the Grace and Frankie stuff, though, let's talk about this whole thing with Saul and uh, the secretary, John Margaret, and Bud. <laughs> uh, what, do you, what do you think of Bud? He's just trying to do his job, kind of, right? Yeah. Or is he a little harsh? No, no not at all. I, 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 we learned later, you know, a little bit later on, just a little tidbit, that, you know, he was growing up in the office and sticking Tic Tacs up his nose and whatnot. By the way, I, I, apparently I was doing it all wrong. I was doing M&Ms. If I did Tic Tacs, oh, I could no. have been a lawyer. Tic Tacs are bad. <laughs> My friend did those once because then they start sizzling and like burning in your nose. Oh. Yeah, so okay. uh, that hurts. <laughs> okay, but no, I, I think that he's... Uh, Honestly, he's been, you know, very understanding to keep her on as long as he has, you mm-hmm. know, you know, with his father's wishes. Right. So he's just being respectful of that. And uh, she's 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 doing a lot. She's. Yeah. The yeah. BLT, that hurt my feelings. Like she took his BLT. Like, you just don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> she, uh, you know, she's an interesting character, this Margaret. And apparently she's literally worked there forever. And again, it's coming back to the theme that Baron Vaughn, when he was here, said was going to be very important this season, which is, you know, getting older and these men possibly retiring. Robert is done. Yeah. But, you know, Saul seems to think that, like, they need him there. That if Robert's not going to be there, they need one of them there. But what we learn is that they really don't. No. Nope. You know, uh, he would, uh, Bud would rather do this without him there. Yeah. And it's so sad because you see uh, Robert, you know, I think towards the beginning of the episode and he's showing off his, uh, like, little Debbie, like, pilgrim shoes from the mm-hmm. play. Oh and my he's God. so excited. It's like the elderly uh, equivalent of, uh, you know, a kid being like, Dad, look what I drew in school. And you're like, oh, we're putting it on the refrigerator. Oh, and he's ridiculous. like, you, you see them, you know, kind of have that inter- interaction where he's trying to pull them over to the dark side of, like, re- like mm-hmm. retire with me, like, have fun and just, you know, have a little bit of leisure in your life. Yeah, and I think what makes it so easy for Saul is that he thinks he's needed, so he kind of uses that as an excuse Mm. for not retiring. He doesn't want to admit that, like, I want to be there. I'm afraid to let go. I'm afraid of getting older and not having, you know, what has been so important to me and that I've done every day for, like, decades. So it's hard, and, you know, I, I feel bad that, he kind of had to be told like that, but now that he has, he knows that okay, it's really time. Yeah, and it's a it's a running theme even uh, on 
to Grace and Frankie's storyline too, mm-hmm. you know, with the alerts. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely a running theme with the alerts. Um, well, let's get into them. They first of all, they have this article <laughs> that's out that you know is very, very uh, flattering and complimentary towards them. And love the title. They, yeah, they fall in it, and, and they yeah exactly. They <laughs> and uh, Bud comes over and brings them a gifts from all the kids, and it's life alert necklaces. And it's just hilarious because um, my mom recently got back surgery, and I could only wow. take her. Ta- I could only take care of her for a couple weeks, and I had to come back here. So I bought her one of these, and she was so pissed. She was like, "I'm not wearing that." And I'm like, "But what if you? What if you fall? You can't get up." She's like, "I don't care. I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing one of those things." So I just thought it was hilarious that Bud gives them these necklaces, and um, <laughs> Grace literally just like just breaks yeah. it, yeah, slams it. Yeah, he's lucky she uh, she just did that. Like, if, it, if I did that to my mom, like, God bless you. I'm so glad that you're here with us because I would not be alive today if I did that to my mother. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to help. I mean, it's scary and it's just, oh, it's so sweet how much Bud loves them. Um, yeah, it, it is. Like, the girls definitely show less love than the boys. <laughs> Which is very uh, reversed in, 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 a, in a way. And it's so sweet that it's not just Frankie. You know, he also includes Grace in it because, yeah. you know, that's that's his family as well. And he yeah. asks her, why uh, why do you still wear those heels anyways? <laughs> and, you know, someone like Grace, don't take away her heels. You can take away a lot of other stuff, but you're not taking away the heels. Never. No, it I'd was. I'd be mad if someone tried to take away my heels. I'd, <sighs> I'd just put that out there. <laughs> it was a lot of fun um, to kind of see this dynamic because, again, it's something that they know they probably need. Mm-hmm. But don't want to admit it. Um, but career-wise, things seem to be going great for them. And they go to the big meeting uh, to meet with Mimi, who is like the head of this company who loves the product and wants to produce them. And then they meet with a marketing team. And they make all of these like mock-ups of advertising for the vibrator. And they <laughs> age them down so much. And it's funny now because they don't want to be aged down. It's like they're picking and choosing what they like about getting old, you know? True. Ah, I, I, I did not look at it like that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. I. it's just funny that they made them look so much younger in these mock-ups and it upset them, you know? It's not yeah. It's not what they did this for. They. It, this vibrator is meant for older women who still, you know, yeah. have fashion. What do you, do you think this is going to... Oh, well, I guess you finished all of them. Um, I mean... <laughs> yeah, I was really bad. Yeah, this, this past weekend... I, I actually yeah. stopped myself. So I am I think I'm, like, almost... I'm almost there as far as, like, being even with the, with the show. I've stopped, so... Oh, I'm so, I'm so proud. I, I have no willpower at all. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I will just say it looks like uh, this company might not be the best fit. I'm nervous that they're going to get screwed over. What do you think about this Mimi lady? Oh, Mimi's a badass. I like a it. badass yeah. or she's bad? Well, she's badass in the sense of that she's, you know, uh, she's one of those shark type business people that, you know, she will do whatever it takes to kind of, you know, make sure that they succeed mm-hmm. in a way. And even if that means photoshopping them to Timbuktu and back. Mm-hmm. So um, she's just, you know, win at all costs. But and that's how Grace used to be. So you can see how kind of they parallel in, in, in a sense. But now that she has the addition of Frankie in her life, she has more of a moral compass. Mm-hmm. And I love seeing that come into play. And kind of like any other time, Grace would have, you know, aligned herself with that kind of, you know, personality like Mimi has. But now she's kind of, you know, she's not so sure about it. Yeah. 
And I also loved, they tied in um, the whole thing with the life alert necklace, <laughs> panic alert, and um, Frankie kept on like hitting her like heart, her chest, because she was so excited. And she was making the necklace go off. Bless and it heart. was, oh God, that was so funny. And she called, what's she called? Yeah, Hiroshima? Uh, what, what Something was it? like that. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. It's there on a first name basis. Um <laughs> God, it just made me laugh, and every and you know they're like the ambulance is on its way, um, and everyone you know is thinking like, what is that? No one knew what it was, and it was just great comedy. And again, how Jane Fonda was playing off of Lily Tomlin, being yes. like, stop it, you know you're calling that's the necklace because Grace did or Frankie didn't know what was going on, and it was uh, Grace that was telling her like she's alerting the necklace that she's um in need of help so it was just really funny and it was like a great play on that scene because they were like trying to make them younger and they clearly aren't exactly yeah Um, and then uh lastly we have brianna and mallory and the uh, gigolo whose name (laughs) i whose name i unfortunately did not get um i don't even know if they've said his name yeah i feel like it's like something plain like john yeah it's probably (laughs) not even his um his real name but yeah her and mallory brianna and mallory are out again and um they at dinner and they see the gigolo and Mm. it's super awkward um and Mallory just like she's just trying to live vicariously through her sister. <laughs> it's really really cute. Uh, what did you think about this scene? It was cringeworthy from beginning to end. Like I, f- I felt for Brianna so bad because um, at, at some point I believe it was a little bit earlier in the episode that uh, she was you know getting her uh, services you know met mm-hmm. and um, completed, and she was actually <laughs> short on money. And he was like, you know, just give me next time. She was like, oh, you know, am I in your phone as a uh, blondie? Like, what, what's my name in your phone? Like Brianna three. Brianna three. Ouch. And her face, like, you know, she, Brianna's like a little bit more um, cold, colder yeah. than uh, I guess the rest of the characters, um, as far as the siblings go. And you would think she would be all about that no strings life, but you get a little peek into you know who she is, you know, right there. She. I don't think she liked that too much. And seeing her at the restaurant even further propelled that kind of feeling of like, ah, this is not good. It's not going to end well. And what was so interesting, too, was when Brianna and the gigolo spoke outside uh, what he told her, who he was there with. She's like, I bet I could spring for dinner. (laughs) How sad. And he said that, you know, the person isn't paying, that it's his wife. And, like, she knows everything that he does. This is his job. And it was just so uncomfortable especially when the wife walked out and she just gave brianna a really short glance as though like i'm disgusted by you but it's her husband that's doing it too yeah and my mouth was on the floor the entire time as soon as he said wife i'm like oh that's an interesting choice yeah but um a job's a job so no no judgment you know okay we all need a coin i guess i don't don't know (laughs) (laughs) maybe you know more about this than uh than you're letting on Uh, yeah, it was, and again, it's uh, driving the development of Brianna's character to come to realize what everyone's been telling her, like, don't you want something more in life? Yes. And she keeps on saying no, but now I think the purpose for this gigolo character was for her to finally come around and realize that she does need more in her life. Uh, and then there is a really uh, short, quick, cute scene with uh, Mallory and Coyote and the kids. Yes. I mean, there's something that's got to happen there. He's always mm. been in love with her. Always. Always. And uh, as the kids would say, I ship them so hard. I do. Like, it, that moment where she's like, I could never get the kids to sleep like, like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's able to do it. And her husband's not able to even watch the kids, uh, let alone get them to sleep for yeah. two seconds. So the fact that Coyote has that kind of effect and impact 
that she's kind of you know yearning for and needing in her life from a male counterpart, I see good things for them, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, she said that Coyote's a better father than her husband is, which is a huge statement. It says a lot. Yeah, yeah, and it's just funny because I feel like Brianna isn't picking up on what's going on between those two, but it seems so obvious to me. Like, she's letting him basically live at her house mm-hmm. and um, taking care of the kids. I feel like it's so obvious, and maybe it's one of those things when you're so close to people that you can't see what's right in front of you but i feel like as an audience too knowing especially knowing that coyote used to have this history with her which i still don't exactly understand yeah they were they, again very vague with that like they yeah didn't he let got drunk much. and like ruined something and yeah. told her that he loved her in front of everyone and it might have been at her wedding or something i i actually don't remember i could be making that up um you know it's a long time ago season one so if yeah. anyone watching remembers why they yes. have this big rift um definitely comment or tweet us that sounds good sounds like a good episode of jerry springer yes i'd watch that yeah it's like wait are we siblings are we not what no we're not but yeah very complicated so let us know what you guys think and that pretty much sums it up for this week's episode um i am going to actually do predictions because (laughs) i think i'm current so i'm allowed to do predictions and now you're after buzz tv predictions Okay, so I definitely think the Coyote and Mallory thing is going to continue to grow and her husband's going to start to notice. And then it's going to be one Mm. big blow up from there. Um, I am nervous this Mimi character is going to totally screw over Grace and Frankie and steal steal the vibrator from them or something. Um, And I think that Brianna Uh is going to possibly reach out to Barry again. Maybe um, she's going to try to find someone uh, to to really care about. And yeah, now that Saul is retired, he, you know, there's going to be a lot more story, I think, with him and uh, him and Robert's life now as retired gay married men. Yeah. It's so interesting that you said that about Mimi, because I remember at the end of the episode, they, uh, they decided to not, you know, settle with Mimi and to do the deal. And they said they were going to be successful as they can on their own. And they actually did kind of have like a peak of success like right. at the end of the episode. Right, right, right. You found out a bunch of were ordered. But now that you said that, I could totally see Mimi like backstabbing the mess out of them. Mm. Like that, that, okay, now I'm scared about that. Yeah, I don't know. Well, on that note, guys, thank you for tuning in. And where can everyone find you on social media, Calvin? At Leon Calvin Mac everywhere. I'm always online. <laughs> Don't and have a lot. You guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at samdavidsonentertainment.com, Twitter and Instagram at samd43. And please check out the Anchor app. I have my own station on the app called Binge Watchers United, where I tell you new shows to binge every single day. We might not be taping next Friday. Our tape time may be changing, so we will keep you posted on that. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 